Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. And today's not just any other episode. We are celebrating the 50th episode of Beyond Sunday. And at Bethlehem Church, we just wrapped up a series called The End. Uh, And I think Jesus may be coming back soon because we have Pastor Jason and Pastor Matt Pilon together here on the podcast, along with Kevin and I. We are super excited. Thank you guys for joining yes, us Yes, thank you for having Absolutely. us, Angela. This is awesome. To be here. Yes. Yeah. So, Jason. Yes. We started this podcast about two years ago, March 2020. Wow. Do you remember the first episode? I do. It was like uh, <laughs> a week into the end of the world as we know it. March 2020. <laughs> If you remember a, tribute, a little tribute to REM there. You there. Go. And like Athens, Angela is Athens old enough band. to remember them. Uh, just and me. So just just me. you. Yeah. Not Kevin, Kevin only listened Kevin to Christian is way music younger growing than up. Me. Don't worry, Kevin. I'm way younger than these guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> By a whole month. In this room right now, your senior pastor is the youngest, but we're going to continue Ooh. to move on. Uh, yeah, it was two years ago, and we had talked about doing this podcast, and the idea, Angela, uh, was everybody's experience of Bethlehem is through the lens at which they experience it. So what I mean by that is the service you come to, the campus you go to, the small group you're part of, the area you serve in, you know, and yeah. even some people, uh, you watch it online, that is your experience. But Bethlehem as a whole is a body of believers that function seven days a week and our ministry seven days a week. And, yeah. and it's happening all the time. And so beyond uh, Sunday is the idea of, in the midst of busy life, let's give people a whole uh, picture of all that goes on yeah. and uh, all the different things that we talk about and all the different things we're involved in in depth. And so that was the idea behind it. And we started on the backside of a series that we'd done, Come Finding Your Way Back to God, yes, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which was highly influential in our church, had a lot of decisions in that. And then the COVID thing yeah. broke loose. right? And I can middle. remember on a Thursday with 250 kids and their parents in a room about to send them to a retreat. Yeah. And the retreat center had called us two hours earlier and said, no, we're shutting down. Yeah. And going in and saying, hey, there's no retreat. Uh, You broke so many kids' hearts that day. (laughs) And parents who thought they were sending their kids away. Yeah. They were going to have their own vacation. Yeah. And so it was crazy and uh, through it all. And like most any, everybody, we figured it out. God was faithful, mm. and on the backside of it, we can talk all about God's faithfulness. That was cool when you said that a few minutes ago as we started this. That was our first podcast, yeah. and uh, it could not have come at a better time. Yeah, and it really started as an experiment. We were like, let's see what's what 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 will happen. Let's let's go ahead and record an episode. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that if you look back, this podcast has been kind of a time capsule of those past two years doing church through COVID, uh, the topics that have come up, we've talked about mental health. Yep. We've talked about, um, you know, how to survive a COVID, how much we need community. Yep. Um, we've talked about the Enneagram, Yeah. <laughs> which my was favorite. one of my favorite episodes. That's great. Yes. 
controversial, evidently. So <laughs> yes. who would have thought? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. But it's just been really cool to be able to have this podcast. So thank you guys for having the vision for it. Yeah. And uh, allowing us to do it. Uh, so. You've done great, Angela, navigating and kind of keeping everything in line. It takes a lot of uh, work to do that. And so that our church, I mean, you got some great, and that was the cool thing when you sent this over. I was yeah. looking at the booklets we're, we just gave out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it has some of this some in there, numbers. but let's just, let's just talk about what yeah. we, the, the church has responded. Yes. And there's a well. lot of times people go, Hey, I heard this or I heard that. And mm-hmm. I'm going, what, what about that? Oh, I heard on the podcast. I'm like, Oh yeah. I, I know. find out things on this podcast. <laughs> like it's <laughs> so true. cool to actually know that people are listening to it. I and, tell uh, Pilon, did you know we're doing that? He goes, yeah, it's awesome. That's where he learned. Yeah. <laughs> so just to, uh, it, it have some numbers that Jason talked about in the past two years, we've had almost, almost 28,000 downloads. Um, 28,000, 28,000. And that's actually less than two years because we started March of 2020, but we didn't push that episode out until July because we, you know, we had some delays, COVID happened. We couldn't uh, be together. Yeah. Couldn't be together. Couldn't meet. We, uh, everybody was working from home remotely for a little while. So we pushed that episode out in July of 2020. Wow. Um, that was the first episode. And so since then, almost 28,000 downloads and depending on, we, we put out roughly about two episodes per month. So that's that's been a lot of fun. And just in the last year, like we averaged about over 500 more downloads this time. This year than we did last year. Yes. This time. So it's growing. It's pretty yes. cool. Yeah. That's super yeah. cool. It's so thanks thank to you. the church. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The heart behind this is just for you guys. That's our bodies, our brothers and sisters in Christ, for all of us to get to know all that's going on. Yes. And in busy lives. That's cool. And there's get, a lot of voices too. I mean, there's a lot of voices on staff at Bethlehem Church. Yeah. Uh, that attend Bethlehem Church. And oftentimes you just get to hear from a few on stage. I think it's cool that we get a chance to hear from so many other people that um, bring so much to the table. Yes, yeah. one of the yeah. ways to make a, to help us make a big church small. Yes, because right. it is all about relationships and yes. connections. So when we think back over the last two years since COVID, um, what would be some of the moments for for Pastor Jason, Pastor Matt? What would be some of the moments that have stood out to you in the last two years, getting up to this point where we are right now? Man, oh man. There's a couple I can think of, and there, there's a lot along the way. Um, For sure. And I know I that's do, putting you, you on know, the spot. I do remember that June when we all met outside. Yeah. And like we, we were navigating gathering back, and we just so much believed in the gathering, that that's mm-hmm. what the church has done, how we did it. And there was a lot of eyes in other areas, churches watching to see how we navigated that. We did not realize to the backside of it. Yeah. And so just that power of the church outside and forging its way back in and us just figuring it out. And that was pretty powerful to me, those, yeah. those first couple of June, because I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, I wasn't on staff at that point, but was attending the 211 campus yeah. and watching that happen, realizing you guys were taking a step, you were a step ahead. Of everybody. By God's grace, obviously. Yeah. I know. yeah. But and you we didn't know ahead. if we were right or not. So. Yeah, and neither did anybody else. There was no roadmap. So <laughs> right. it was all instinct and prayer and, and it was our just elders like, and so many people just wise counsel just going, to, is, is this the right decision? And quite frankly, you don't know until you look back through the rearview mirror. It could go really That's good right. or really you know, bad. It went really it, good. It for sure was the right call. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so that was a huge deal. That was a, one of the more you know, proud moments looking back of just like not only God's faithfulness, but also people's commitment. 
Yeah. Um, and even those who weren't yet comfortable being back for whatever reason, they were engaged. Yeah. yeah. Mm, and good. celebrating that. There wasn't a, we're right, you're wrong. There was a, we're doing this together. Uh, you know, obviously, I think that fall, the fall of last year, 2021, open baptism. Yeah, that I was going to say, we baptized 100 list. something people. And we never, uh, we just kind of try to go on that people. We don't really plan it out. I kind of let you, you were the first one you did with me, Kevin. I've done three or four in the life of the church. Yeah. And it's really all about where I sense the church is at. And I just felt like sometimes there's a time. So that was super cool to see some of the stories in that. And again, that we were doing open baptism the fall where we were just now all getting back to somewhat normalcy yep. and everybody just jumped. Oh, that, you know, that was powerful. Um, kind of see, go ahead. The nightly devotions. I mean, when COVID started yes. making the decision, uh, to go nightly, uh, gosh, we went what Monday through Friday and then yeah, of course, for six Sundays. weeks. Um, and I think that was huge. I mean, that was yeah. huge for people. It was huge for us as a family, uh, as well. And, but it was just, I still remember being in that room, especially Sundays because we stayed live on Sundays. There were a lot of people who pre-shot Sunday services, and we're off. We were in there. And yeah. so when we went live, we went live. And just being in that room that was an empty room, but knowing, you know, because of technology that, that you know, thousands of people were watching. Uh, but the church didn't go away. The church didn't die. Yeah. And I think Jesus said something about that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, so uh, it was just really cool to see I saw the, the uh, flourish on the other end. I'm looking through the Because booklet, and we'll talk about Because in a little bit. Looking mm-hmm. through a booklet, and there's a picture with me on the stage in the empty room and go, why is that picture in there? And I look down and go, Oh, that's COVID. Yep. Wow. And, uh, I was like, why would they put a picture of me in an empty room? And I've blocked <laughs> that out of my memory. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but that was, that was, that was one of those things. Uh, I think the, you know, obviously I get a, a view of it. Uh, my wife's involved, but just the explosion of Bethlehem buddies. Yeah. Uh, that it was a ministry that really took a step forward and even seeing the stories of like just two weeks ago, a family's first time, like the first time they'd ever left their young son with autism mm. uh, and, and tears in their eyes because there's a place for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's been a cool thing to see. Yeah. And they're actually um, on a podcast. If yeah. you could go back, if you wanted to listen to yeah. some of the podcasts from yes. Bethlehem Buddies. Yeah. And so they're on there. I think that's been big. I look back and go, so much of what we've done in the community uh, and the partnerships we've forged. Yeah. And um, the way the church continues to step up and do that, what else you got piling? Yeah, I think it's a huge part of it. I mean, just the conversations we had with pastors across the country and just every every pastor navigated COVID in a different way because they were different states and different Geography. counties. And, yeah. uh, you know, the pressure that was on the church during that time was uh, different. And so just, you know, I, th- I think the church came together in many ways, even though we were scattered. Um you know, it was just a, it was a very unique time. I mean, the, you said it, but the, the idea that, you know, we just didn't have, we just didn't have all the information in front of us. And so you're having to make decisions and trust the Lord. And so you're talking about putting your faith into action and living by faith. Uh, We just believed that the world needed the church and the church, historically speaking, going all the way back from uh, its inception, ran into uh, sickness ran into danger when everybody else was running out. And mm. so that's just what we decided to do. And man, God's hand's been on it. And we've yeah. just seen so many conversations, uh, even recently. I mean, we saw 300 baptisms last year. Yeah. I mean, during yeah. COVID. Incredible. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's incredible. But just so many conversations of people that said, Hey, I watched online during COVID. Um, and it meant so much to me. I mean, you and I played golf, uh, 
you know, with a gentleman who yeah you took know, us to play. So yeah. I didn't get to get back in until Easter of this year, right? Because wow. he battled cancer through COVID wow. in tears, in tears, and crying, so, saying that online saved my life. Yeah, and so, so that him and his wife, and, and so it was uh, super encouraging to us. Um, I try to think of anything. I mean, this you know, I'm super proud of our student ministry yep. in this mm-hmm. last, I'd say, six months or a year. Yeah. Uh, they've taken the student ministry has always been strong, but they've taken a step forward in a lot of areas across our campuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always felt like there was a next level. That's just candidly that we could go to in student ministry. And I feel like, uh, our, our student ministry team, Nathan, Ryan, Daniel, Spencer, sure. all the way down yeah. has really taken a step forward in the last year. Uh, and I think that's a lot of churches have talked, we're talking about coming out of COVID. The thing that was lost was student ministry. Yeah. And to see that we've taken a step forward out of that has been a pretty cool thing. And then, man, I just, you guys, the community of the church wanting to be together. I mean, I know y'all have had a record year in small groups, yep. a record time and the connection. And I get to stick my head in from time to time on different groups. And they're just so life-giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much of that. I'm driving down the road with Jeremy the other day, talking about another couple. We talk about oftentimes Bethlehem's a place where marriages are restored, where mm-hmm. what's broken is made whole. And literally, this week, riding down the road with Jeremy back from a lunch with somebody, one of our campus pastors, he's telling me of a, a wedding mm-hmm. he's doing in November. Couple that divorced, God reconciled them, bring them back together. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Bethlehem's been a part of that. A really cool. Story. The gospel, and he's doing it. So, those stories are not just things we say. Uh, they're happening. Yeah. And so that's and it's encouraging cool. to hear too, because in a world full of bad news, those stories need to be highlighted. highlighted. Right. We need to talk about it and let people know that God is still moving, still changing people's lives, restoring marriages, healing hearts and minds. It's incredible. It's yeah. good stuff. I love the uh, January of this last year. Those Wednesday nights of worship and prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were those were big. Yeah. Those were good. And um, sorry, I just get I get fired up. You yeah, know, no, that's that's what, what that's when what I listen to for. you guys. I, I keep hearing as we came out of COVID, what we learned is that that what Jesus said about the church is true. That we need each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've seen that like snowball into we started coming back. We did the comeback. We started getting into church. We started started up groups again, and it just has snowballed because. Not because, you know, God does stuff in spite of us. Not because we're so good at it, but because that's the way God designed us. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. just that whole picture we have of, of the sail, the, the boat, and open up the sail and saying, God's spirit, lead us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're seeing happen as, we, as he leads us. We're just seeing people go, we need this. Like, we, we need each other. We need the church. This, and it seems like since COVID, last two years, that's what it's just been affirmed. That that's, people are hungry for that. They've been watching online until they can't stand it anymore because yeah. they want to get here. Yeah. yeah. So we've done a little bit of looking back. Are we ready to kind of look forward and what uh, talk about what the future holds for Bethlehem Church? Well, Sunday was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we're in it, man. We're there. Um, and we say that because we have launched out into what we are calling the Because Initiative, which yep. is um, really rooted in... The word because we love because he first loved us. 18 months ago when we started down this road, I kind of played with that idea of because the church mm-hmm. will hear me play that out the next six or seven weeks. Yep. And Pilon sends me First John four nineteen, and that was kind of the, the, the metamorphosis of we love because he first loved mm-hmm. us. And the idea of because is our life as believers is lived in response to the gospel. Yeah. That's the deal. We yep. never go first in anything. Yep. 
and, and is our life being shaped, the whole of our life? I talked about this last Sunday in a compartmentalized culture where we have compartments of our life to keep our life in shape. We think the gospel shapes all life, mm-hmm. all of our life. Second piece of that is at Bethlehem Church, because of all that we've just seen God do, we feel like we can. it's time to step into the future. Yeah. Uh, and, and by that, it's probably past time to step into the future. <laughs> Um, because parking lot guys would say that. Do what? The parking lot guys would say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were, uh, you know, we were full going into COVID at the 316 campus, and we have grown a thousand people since then. Yeah. So we're more than full. Yep. And full venues. And then our campuses in the last uh, August, September, every week, our campuses together, Oconee and 211, ran more than twelve and 1,300 people every week. Yeah. yeah. So we've done everything we can do where we're at. Yes. And we've known that and got open the door. And so we're really calling this a because initiative, which is rooted in generosity. Mm-hmm. The idea that in our minds, the best we can see through the history of the church, the generosity of God's people and the future of God's church always go hand in hand. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's good. So that's all we're saying. Yeah. Is that the future, the, the throughout history, the generosity of the people of God living with an open hand. Uh, and that the expansion of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. those things are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And and so that's what this season's about. But really for us, it's an issue of the heart. Right. Are we are we expanding our church's influence in our crazily, crazy growing community? Yes. Mm-hmm. But are we also deepening our roots of faith by just highlighting, talking about, and diving deep into generosity? Yes. Mm-hmm. So piling yeah. the buildings you want to talk about them? Yeah, so we're excited about it. I mean, the reality is you need buildings, and we've always said the buildings are tools. Yeah, so people reach people. Yeah, that's right. We're, we, we're not build it and they were, will come people. Right. Yeah, this isn't filled of dreams, right? Is that filled of dreams? <laughs> yeah. 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 They've been coming and we hadn't They've built. been coming. We don't have enough <laughs> building space and we yeah. need more, especially parking space, and that's yeah. true. Uh, Kev, I mean, our parking team does a phenomenal job. All, our, all of our volunteers, yes. and they feel yeah. it. So you guys feel it. Yep. Um, and so the idea that, hey, listen, we just believe that God has more for us, and um, we just believe that God's not done, and so we're pushing forward, and we believe that, um, man, God's going to provide a way through his people, and yeah. we're going to continue to reach more people that move into this community, and as this community continues to expand, yeah, Barrow, I mean, Oconee, uh, Walton, yeah. I mean, who knows what God has for yeah. us. Uh, but we're just, uh, we believe that, uh, man, it's time. We have yep. done everything we can do, yeah. right? I mean, everything we can do. For sure. And our people feel that. I mean, if you've tried to exit 316 <laughs> and 930 or 1115 after the 930, 1115 service, uh, you know. If you've tried to check in a kid in Oconee County. If you can lose your religion, you would right there. <laughs> yeah, so, just say, uh, hey, here's my child. Please take care of them with the 30 other people in a room that's 10 by 10. Right. <laughs> so, but the Lord's been kind. I mean, it really, yeah. I mean, just. We hear over and over talking to other pastors and people that, I mean, just what we're experiencing right now is not normal. Not normal. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is not normal. And, and when I mean, any, when anybody comes, what nobody knows at the church, when any pastors come and visit, they look they look around and they just kind of shake their head going, how y'all doing this in this space? Mm-hmm. And everywhere. Um, how, how have y'all, you know. And we just tell them we're so wise and smart. I mean, that's right. really what we say. <laughs> I mean, we it just, has nothing to do with our If you were as smart as faith, we are, it has everything to do you with would be able to do that's what we sarcasm. do. That's called sarcasm. So that's yeah. kind of what, no, what we say. It is. And, and yeah. And so the Lord's been super faithful. And yes, the people of Bethlehem, we've been in smaller group conversations for nine months leading up to this. For sure. And now we're inviting the whole church into this. And here's what I'll tell you. I've never led a church through anything like this. Mm-mm. 
So, and some people are going, I've never been a part of anything like this. Good. Neither have I. Yeah. And so we're all in this together. <laughs> right. And, well, and as and, someone who has journeyed with you since 2013, my family and I, that's when we started attending. And I've always been really impressed with how Bethlehem, the senior staff, everybody has made decisions and made the best use of the space available um, and has been wise stewards with the resources that God has given them. And so this is such a logical next step. I mean, obviously very faith-filled, but it is, it's, it's so cool to see this progression yeah. and to be a part of it. Well, so, and I'm I excited. hope, I appreciate you saying that because you and you and your family have been here since 2013 uh, with us. And we have, I mean, that's the, um, uh, that's my hope. Yeah. That's what everybody gathers. It's been 11 years I've been here. Yeah. And whether it's been launching campuses and repurposing space and God honoring that, uh, whether it's been dual venues, yeah. whether it's been four services a weekend, whether it's been Saturday, Sunday, you, we've done, <laughs> we've done everything it all. <laughs> we can do. And we're going to yeah, have yeah. to again in right. January to get us through. Sure. Yeah, right. I, sure. I, I said that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I said, we're going to have to add services in January across all of our campuses. Yeah. And, and the reason is, is because point blank, Pilot said it, you said it, Angela, it's a dark world. There's a ton of bad stories. We're the light and yeah. we got a lot of good stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have the good news and we yes. can't just go, well, we've done all we can do. I, I, I just can't in my mind go, no. We can, we can do more Yeah, and we can't, you know, a quarter of a million people to 300,000 people will move into our community, whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. the next 10 years. Yep. I don't think we can reach them all, but if we reach 1%, mm-hmm. 1%, that's 2,500 people we have no room for now. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I think God's a bigger guy than 1% God. Yep. But I'm just doing, and so for us, it's going... That's it. And man, Bethlehem has been great. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I would say to the church in the middle of all this and Kevin, you know, you, you and I've been around each other for a long time and seen a lot of different things. Matt and I've served in leadership here for a while. Whenever you take new territory, the enemy's going to push back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? And so I would just say, what are we, you know? And, and so in this season going up, uh, everything worthwhile is uphill. Yeah. You ever heard that line? Oh, yeah. The old John Maxwell line. And <laughs> a lot of people have uphill dreams and downhill habits. Yep. And so for us, this is just a different season for the church to step out in faith and believe the Spirit of God goes before us and all are already there. Yeah. And and to walk faithfully and stay united just as we uh, just as we have through all that we've been through. Yeah. That's good. That I think good. That, and so one of the things you said on Sunday is that we we the call is that we're gonna give ourselves first to the Lord. Yeah. And when we do that, the results is generosity. Yeah. That's one of the results. So yeah. when we talk about taking more for God's kingdom, it has something to do with where we're headed property-wise, physical building yeah. stuff, but it has more to do with the people of Bethlehem Church giving themselves first to the Lord and then seeing what he does yeah. and how he uses yes. us to impact not only this area, but what we believe, surrounding areas like he has 211, like he has Oconee, who knows what's going to come next, yeah. whether it's in this country or another country or whatever. Yeah. We're being completely open to that, saying, God, yeah. we're going to follow you first, and then we're going to just, will you tell us where to go? And we're going to take the next step. That's, right. so that's part of the call that you that you shared on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, I there think God. that first to the Lord and through that generosity follows. It does, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added to you. That, that verse comes in the context. And Angela, you know, I had a lot of conversations. That verse is Jesus speaking to anxiety and worry, mm-hmm. you know, and all the things yes. that we, we worry about. And he says, well, if you'll seek me first, yep. 
And so that, that, that church that we're talking about, St. Corinthians 8, they gave themselves first to the Lord in the little they had. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm excited. Yeah. The church is super, super fired up. And, uh, you know, we, we're about to break ground. I mean, the word, yeah, like, exciting. this is not something that we're going to talk about. This is something that we're going to do while we talk about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so we're about to break ground 316 and Oconee and 211 will follow right behind, yeah. uh, in the next, uh, season. And it's cool because the people at 316, uh, have given for the last five years and many of them don't attend to 11 Oconee, but those campuses have opened. Mm-hmm. Because of the generosity of Bethlehem Church, yes, of people who didn't attend those campuses, and now we're all going to do all this together: expand at Oconee, expand at Two Eleven, and expand here at Three Sixteen. Yeah. And speaking of the the campuses and expanding, we just did the the parent child dedication, and yeah. those campuses were packed, and it was just such a cool sight to see every campus. Yeah, um, to be a part of that and to see all of these families that are there. Um, so yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening and it's just really cool to be a part of that. I just walked out of a restaurant and somebody came up and hugged me and said, Hey, I go to the two eleven campus. I've never met you, but I'll see you Sunday. And I go, <laughs> and cool. they go, but you won't see me. I said, but I will in spirit, <laughs> in spirit. but it's just cool to see all that the Lord's really doing. Cool. And so, uh, yeah. fun. Very cool. Well, so you guys have any final thoughts on any parting wisdom before we, uh, we, we're going to have a little bit of fun at yes, the end. Yes, we need to have fun. 50th <laughs> Kevin, episode. Kevin, so there's only one guy that's 50 years old. Kevin Miller. Kevin Miller. Yeah, so I'm 51. I just want to point, you. Yes. Just point that out. There you go. But in your Kevin 50, is once older you, than once this you hit podcast. 50, you stop counting, right? Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the deal. Everybody says Bethlehem has such a young staff. I go, have you met Kevin or Joel? <laughs> Not really. Joel Goddard's 50. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't want anybody to know that. He's a year behind me. I just told everybody. <laughs> Sorry, all right Bill. so we it's very rare to have pastor matt and pastor jason yes. in the same room at the same time um so we're going to do some rapid fire questions i'm going to ask a question you give me your your quickest answer um i'm going to ask the question once jason you're going to answer first and then pile and you follow up with your nice. answer okay right, here we go what was your first job custodian at elementary school worked at montgomery wards what's your favorite food mexican food anything mexican pizza what's your favorite animal Dog. Dog. Favorite type of music? U2. <laughs> Total play. Music. Uh, That'll work. No, my favorite type of music is 1980s Christian music. <laughs> New song, Me Truth. Too. Sandy uh, Patty. Michael him. W. Smith. All right, keep going. You're Chicken Sandy or beef? Gaithers. You're a Sandy Patty guy, aren't you? I am. You are a Sandy Patty guy. <laughs> Chicken or beef? Oh, beef. What are we talking about? I'm a rock and roll about? guy. Yeah, I was going to say, you I'm can you skip that. Guy. Okay, oh, Chicken rock. or beef? Uh, Beef. Dream car. Oh, man, dream car. I never really thought about it. Pile and go ahead. 88 911 Cabriolet. There you go. Favorite dessert. Trust me, Pilot's thought about it. Bougie over there. He's thought about it. If I could get away with it, I'd figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, he would, and I wouldn't let him. Hey, look at Pilot. We're in a generosity initiative driving this car. Real good, Pilot. Real smart. That's good. Uh, (laughs) Favorite dessert. Favorite, anything with peanut butter. Rice Krispie treats. In sync or New Kids on the Block? I was a New Kids on the Block guy. Oh yes. man, New Kids on the Block. New Kids. PlayStation I mean, or Xbox? Nintendo. Duck Hunt. Ooh. <laughs> Coleco. <laughs> Nintendo. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. My Atari. kids have got PlayStation. Well, my boys have got PlayStation. All right. 
Cats or dogs? But I like Tiger Woods Xbox game too. Back <laughs> oh in the day, Kyle, you remember dogs, that game? Man. You yeah, guys man. are really hard at rapid oh, yeah, fire yeah. questions. Go ahead, go ahead. Tiger Kevin. Woods. Kevin, stop getting distracted. Keep going. Cats <laughs> or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Gosh. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I thought coach. I'd be a great coach. wasn't a great athlete, but I'd be a great coach. <laughs> Astronaut. Astronaut. Ford or Chevy? Ford, please. Chevy. Favorite, <laughs> Hall- favorite Halloween candy? Uh, peanut butter M and M's. Snickers. I like candy corn. Favorite holiday? Oh, no. I am a hundred percent committed to Christmas and my birthday. A hundred percent committed to Christmas. <laughs> I'm a Christmas guy, and my birthday's around Christmas. You guys, so there you go. I love Christmas. birthdays. All right, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? No. No, I hate fruit. Baseball or football? That's not. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. That <laughs> you would even ask me that question. All right, basketball football. or soccer? Oh, that's, what are we that's even, even worse? That. Kevin, what world are you from? Basketball, basketball or soccer? Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> Foosball or air hockey? Air hockey. Last one. Favorite Bible verse. Pastor Jason, you're up. Uh, Philippians 4. Therefore, don't be anxious about anything. That was but in everything. That's why the guy's senior pastor. Petition, offer your request to God. And the God of peace, who transcends understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. I'm saying that slow to get piling. He's not reading it. I'm, I'm witnessing Favorite Bible it. Verse, Psalm 37, 23 and 24. Uh, the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Mm-hmm. He delights in every detail of our lives. Even though we stumble, we do not fall because he holds us up with his right hand. Can That's we awesome. also talk about what the staff refers to me and Matt as before we close? Oh my gosh. If we have to. If we are the mom and dad of the this. staff. Discover Bethlehem. Mom and dad of the staff. I'm dad, which means when Jay, when dad's home, everybody's on their best behavior. When mom comes in, though, mom cleans up the mess. Yep. That's that who true. me and Pilot are. Mom I do ta- appreciate mom it. Takes care, mom takes care of things. Dad comes in, he's the hero. So. I know. It's, he, it's a great relationship we have. We I am Disney here. Dad. Disney Dad. Disney dad. Yeah, well. <laughs> dad brings the Here's fun. Jason. He's like, everything's great. I'm like, yeah, yeah do you? Everything's great. Coming <laughs> from someone who's older than both his mom and his dad, it's an honor to serve you guys. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun, yes. man. I'm so excited about what God's been doing, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. And, and Angela, congratulations on the 50th episode of the podcast. Thank Ladies you. We're going to do a whole lot more than 50 coming up. No yes, doubt. Angela's done a fantastic job yeah. on this. Best and it's ever. like chasing cats, herding cats to keep everybody in line. And she's done a great job and no asking doubt. the right it's a questions. Lot of fun. And, and it's been awesome. And Kev, we are a 10 times better church with you, buddy. 100%. Um, and so, best hire I've made. Outside of me. Besides Pilot and Angela. <laughs> and, Angela and Dustin. Guys, and Dustin, Dustin over here running the sound. Out getting... of everybody in the room, you're like top five. Everybody <laughs> in this room, you're one of them, Kevin. <laughs> I am. You know what? Uh, here, I'm going to close this in prayer, and then Angela, I'm going to let you wrap it up because we're okay. getting way Sounds too deep good. in here. Uh, right, we love you guys. Thank y'all for letting us be a part of your life. Father, thank you so much for this church and uh, for this staff and just allowing us to laugh together and have fun together. Uh, Lord, we're on a mission. We want to do everything that you've called Bethlehem Church to do. We want to lead well. Um, we want to reach people for you. We want to see people's lives change, Father. This mission that you've given us about reaching people and helping them experience new life. God, you, we're excited about what you've been doing and can't wait to see what you're going to do next. And we pray for Pastor Jason. God, I ask that you give him wisdom, that you give him discernment, that you continue to grow him as a leader, that you continue to grow him as a follower of Jesus, that you continue to grow him as a father and as a husband and as a son. And God, we just thank you for, for allowing him to lead us the way he has and the way you've been using him. And uh, Lord, we thank you again for Pastor Matt and his leadership qualities and, and all the things he takes care of on the staff. 
and for this opportunity for a podcast, we're grateful for it. So, Father, for people who are listening right now, we lift them up to you. And we ask that you, in a very real way, show yourself in their lives, Lord, that you, they would feel your peace, they would feel your presence, they would mm-hmm. feel your spirit, yes. and you would do something incredible in them and through them today. And we'll make sure you get all the credit, Lord. You're the only one that deserves it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Pastor Matt, Pastor Jason, for joining us today. And happy 50th to Beyond Sunday. And thank you to all of our listeners who listen and uh, follow this and subscribe to this uh, podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, We couldn't do this without you. So thank you. And be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode with Pastor Jason. We're going to finish the questions the end. Your burning questions that didn't get answered during the message. Uh, we will come yeah, good back. Good chance Pastor Matt will be there too. Awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll try. We'll try to get both of y'all in the same room again. So Mom. this was a lot of fun. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. Love you guys. <laughs>